This is the difference between being a governor and, and, and being in a legislature. See, because when something doesn't work in New Jersey, they look at me. Say, why didn't you get done? Why didn't you do it? You have to be responsible and accountable. From WNYC and New Jersey Public Radio, it's the Christie Tracker. Get your next beer. Keep listening, okay? Here we go. So I don't know where you're getting your information from, but your information is wrong. Somebody like you who doesn't know a damn thing about what you're talking about, I'm a nice guy. Ask anybody. Well, not anybody. I'm David First. Another month, another GOP debate. Number five is a wrap. Governor Christie was back on the main stage, and with less than two months to go before the Iowa caucuses and the New Hampshire primary, it is getting to be do-or-die time for all candidates not named Trump. So with Ted Cruz surging in the polls and Governor Christie jumping to second place now in New Hampshire, the stage was set for CNN's debate. How did Chris Christie do? Cue CNN's debate theme. To sum it up, we bring you Christie in his own words. Do you want to hear the answer or don't you? And audio live tweets from WNYC's Matt Katz and Andrea Bernstein. They don't want an answer from me. As they break down the governor's must-hear moments. Sometimes people need to be told to sit down and shut up. All right, let's get started. Welcome to the CNN Facebook Republican presidential debate here at the Venetian Las Vegas. Retweeting Josh Dossie of the Wall Street Journal, Christie clapped for every candidate coming on stage to the GOP debate except for Donald Trump. None of the others clapped either. Governor Christie. Thank you, Wolf. America has been betrayed. We've been betrayed by the leadership that Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton have provided to this country over the last number of years. I have a glass of red wine, and I'm going to take a sip every time Chris Christie says Hillary Clinton. Think about just what's happened today. The second largest school district in America, in Los Angeles, closed based on a threat. Think about the effect that that's going to have on those children when they go back to school tomorrow, wondering, filled with anxiety about whether they're really going to be safe. Retweet, Washington Post politics. Christie evokes Los Angeles bomb hoax hours after it was discredited. Think about the mothers who will take those children tomorrow morning to the bus stop, wondering whether their children will arrive back on that bus safe and sound. Think about the fathers of Los Angeles who tomorrow will head off to work and wonder about the safety of their wives and their children. In Chris Christie's world, mothers take kids to school bus and dads head off to work and worry about their wives. What has Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton done to this country? I had to stop typing so I could take a sip. That the most basic responsibility of an administration is to protect the safety and security of the American people. I will tell you this. I'm a former federal prosecutor. I fought terrorists and won. And when we get back in the White House, we will fight terrorists and win again. And America will be safe. Chris Christie comes off strong on national security, not deviating much from stump speeches, repeats credentials as ex-U.S. attorney. Retweeting Matt Arco of the Star-Ledger, Christie's rival in the last New Jersey gubernatorial election isn't buying his pitch to voters tonight. Barbara Buono, who now lives in Oregon, by the way, just tweeted, Oy vey, enough with the former federal prosecutor who never tried a criminal case. Wake me up when this is over. 650,000 school children didn't go to school because of an email threat. Wait, what? Chris Christie is getting asked about the L.A. school closing hoax again? This two weeks after 
An attack killed 14 people in San Bernardino. Is this the new normal? And if so, what steps would you take as President of the United States to ensure that fear does not paralyze America? Wolf, unfortunately, it's the new num normal under Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. Um, the fact is that if you listen to Hillary Clinton the other day, what she said to the American people was, as regards to ISIS, my strategy would be just about the same as the president's. Just about the same as the president's? We have people across this country who are scared to death. Some are scared because they are listening to this debate. Because I can tell you this, as a former federal prosecutor... Just in case we missed it, the Chris Christie campaign has sent us an email reminding us he was U.S. attorney. If a center for the developmentally disabled in San Bernardino, California, is now a target for terrorists, that means everywhere in America is a target for these terrorists. Remember, candidates here have inherent political interest in making us seem as unsafe as possible. Not that they're wrong, but... I spent seven years of my life in the immediate aftermath of September 11th doing this work, working with the Patriot Act, working with our law enforcement, working with the surveillance community to make sure that we keep America safe. What we need to do, Wolf, is restore those tools that have been taken away by the president and others. Restore those tools to the NSA and to our entire surveillance and law enforcement community. We need a president who's going to understand what actionable intelligence looks like and act on it. Can't believe we haven't talked about fantasy football yet. Listen, I want to talk to the audience at home for a second. If your eyes are glazing over like mine, this is what it's like to be on the floor of the United States Senate. <laughs> I mean... Back to talking to the audience for Chris Christie. He really does think senators are pathetic and lame. Retweet at Alexis underscore Levinson. Christie does this shtick every debate. What everyone is talking about is uninteresting. What I am talking about is important. Endless debates about how many angels on the head of a pin from people who've never had to make a consequential decision in an executive position. The fact is, for seven years, I had to make these decisions after 9-11. Make a decision about how to proceed forward with an investigation or how to pull back, whether you use certain actionable intelligence or whether not to. Retweeting pollster Frank Luntz. Chris Christie's eyes glaze over is the top line of the debate so far. Hit mid-80s in my focus group. And yet they continue to debate about this bill and the subcommittee and what. Nobody in America cares about that. What they care about is, are we going to have a president who actually knows what they're doing to make these decisions? And for the seven years afterwards, New Jersey was threatened like no other region in this country. And what we did was we took actions within the Constitution to make sure that law enforcement had all the information they needed we prosecuted two of the biggest terrorism cases in the world and stopped Fort Dix from being attacked by six American radicalized Muslims from a mosque in New Jersey because we worked with the Muslim American community to get intelligence and we used the Patriot Act to get other intelligence to make sure we did those cases. Chris Christie talking about Fort Dix and Lakani terror cases. Both involved feds hiring informants and buying weapons for perpetrators. This is the difference between actually having been a federal prosecutor, actually doing something and just spending your life as one of a hundred debating it. Let's talk about how we do this, not about which bill each one of these guys likes more. Thank the American you. people don't care about that. Thank you. Retweeting David Axelrod, former Obama advisor. Big commander-in-chief anti-Congress oration by Chris Christie. Well-rehearsed and well-delivered. Retweet Adam Nagurney, New York Times. Christie is making the most of his return to the adult table so far, in no small part because of the mini-Senate procedural debate. Retweeting Matt Freeman of Politico, New Jersey. Just for the record, 
Christie twice attempted to be a legislator. Governor Christie, if the U.S. imposed a no-fly zone over Syria and a Russian plane encroached, invaded that no-fly zone, would you be prepared to shoot down that Russian plane and risk war with Russia? Not only would we be prepared to do it, I would do it. A no-fly zone means a no-fly zone. Wolf, that's what it means. See, maybe, maybe because I'm from New Jersey, I just have this kind of plain language hang-up. Retweet Chuck Todd. Christie has an edge to him tonight. Our national security should play well with primary voters, but needs to be careful of looking too hot. And yes, we would shoot down the planes of Russian pilots if, in fact, they were stupid enough to think that this president was the same feckless weakling that the president we have in the Oval Office is right now. Well, I think if you're in favor of World War III, you have your candidate. You know, here's the, here's the thing. My goodness, what we want in a leader is someone with judgment, not someone who is so reckless as to stand on the stage and say, yes, I'm jumping up and down. I'm going to shoot down Russian planes. Boom. If you are in favor of World War III, you have your candidate. Rand Paul to Chris Christie. I think when we think about the judgment of someone who might want World War III, we might think about someone who might shut down a bridge because they don't like their friends. They don't want to, you know, they want to get a Democrat. Bridgegate dig from Rand Paul, but no follow-through, which gives Chris Christie chance to ignore and pivot back to trashing HRC. What reckless is, is allowing Russia to come into Crimea and Ukraine. What reckless is, is inviting Russia into Syria to team with Iran. That is reckless. And the reckless people are the folks in the White House right now. Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton are the reckless people. More wine for me. Hashtag Radio Talks GOP. And if you think that a no-fly zone is a reckless policy, you're welcome to your opinion. But how's it working so far? As we have 250,000 Syrians murdered, slaughtered, millions running around the world running for their lives, it's not working. We need to try something else, and that is not reckless. I did a Twitter poll. Do you want World War III? 41 votes, 17%, yes, we want World War III. 83%, no, we do not want World War III. Be sure to vote, 22 hours left. Retweeting Fox News' Ed Henry. In commercial break, 11 GOP voters say Cruz is winning, 9 say Christie, 4 say Trump. Governor Christie, you say there should be a pause in allowing new refugees to come in Uh, to the United States, including orphans under the age of five. This debate stops with me in the discussions with the FBI director. Now, listen, I'm a former federal prosecutor. Chris Christie talks more about being a former federal prosecutor than being governor. Wonder why? I know Jim Comey. We've worked together. He was the U.S. attorney in Manhattan when I was the U.S. attorney in New Jersey. In fact, the Chris Christie campaign has already made a video reminder of his reminder about being U.S. attorney. And when Jim Comey gets up before Congress and says, we cannot effectively vet these people, for me as president, that's the end of the conversation. We have to put America's security first. The, the American people, we on this stage need to open our ears. We need to open our ears. The American people are not whispering to us. They're screaming to us. And they're screaming to us that it's our job to actually make this government work. It's so dysfunctional under Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. Which means I get more wine. That the American people say we don't trust them to do anything anymore. So I'm not going to let Syrian refugees, any Syrian refugees in this country. And it was widows and orphans, by the way. Retweeting Farhad Manju of the New York Times. Christie just said this. 
And by the way, it wasn't just orphans that I didn't want to let in. It was widows, too. And we now know from watching the San Bernardino attack that women can commit heinous, heinous acts against humanity just the same as men can do it. Women can commit heinous acts when they're not taking their children to the school bus in L.A. And so I don't back away from that position for a minute. When the FBI director tells me that he can vet those people, then we'll consider it and not a moment before because your safety and security is what's most important to me. Note to GOP, the San Bernardino attackers weren't Syrian and they weren't refugees. Retweeting Ed Henry again of Fox News. The last answer for Chris Christie on refugees scored off the charts with GOP voters in Frank Luntz's group. Christie having strong debate. If you give me the chance to give me your vote, I will protect America from the wars that are being brought to our doorstep. At Chris Christie closer, prosecutor, wife, friends, terrorism, I am the protector. Retweeting NBC's Chuck Todd of non-top tier, both Christie and Bush had good nights, with Christie probably helping himself the most, but he was a tad too hot at times. Retweeting Rich Lowry of National Review, very good night for Christie. There was so much more debate where that came from, and yeah, a few more tweets as well, but we're going to have to leave it there. The Christie Tracker Podcast is a production of WNYC and New Jersey Public Radio, thanks to associate producer Joseph Capriglione. Our theme music is by 29-Hour Music People. You can subscribe to the Christie Tracker Podcast on iTunes. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow Matt Katz at MattKatz00, that's Matt, K-A-T-Z, or Andrea Bernstein at Andrea WNYC. I'm David First. Take us out, Governor. Force must meet force. That's it. That's what politics is, everybody. Everybody.